Podcast. I feel this in you, Vera, and a lot of my and a lot of the tribe listening. Most of us are old souls, and a characteristic of an old soul is not only have we been around on the earth for a while, we've honed these gifts to such a degree that when we step into it in a new lifetime, we don't need to do we need we don't need to have the training wheels on because that muscle is there. And now we just need to pull back the layers to allow the light to shine even more through us. Welcome, beautiful beings, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast with your host, Harrison Ma. This podcast sets the loving intention of creating the mystical space needed to pull back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. Now let's walk you home to your cosmic spiritual heart space. Before we continue this beautiful chat today, wonderful souls, I need to jump in here to share something really exciting. If you've been following these episodes or you've been following me on social media, you know that I am in the process of releasing my first book, Your Cosmic Love Antenna, Define, Embody, and Emit Your Unique Frequency of Love. And at the time of this episode release, pre-orders are now open. If you have been pulled to this show, if you're looking to understand the what, the how, and the why of love, if you're looking to apply some of the tools connected to your chakras, inner child, releasing religious trauma, ancestral healing, emotional release, and so much more, then this beautiful expression from my heart to yours is for you. If you are looking to channel more of your unique gifts and the divine frequency that you are, these pages will open all of this up. And if you're interested, all you need to do is go to cosmicloveantenna.com. That's cosmicloveantenna.com. And you can pre-order this book right now. If you pre-order, click on that link, put in your email. You're going to get access to some special gifts that I'm only offering to those who get in before I release it fully. These gifts are going to be some more channeled meditations, activations, and some other surprises from my heart to yours. So head over to CosmicLoveAntenna.com, pre-order this beautiful expression, and I can't wait to hear how it shifts your life. If you're listening to this after pre-order sales, that same link can be also used to go to the direct purchase link. Sending love, and I hope you enjoyed the rest of this episode today. Today's episode is another bonus community coaching conversation and deep dive where I've brought, brought on a beautiful, loving member of the community, the tribe, the, the beautiful souls that listen to this show to really help this individual that I'll introduce here in two seconds and also help you much deeper with a particular nuanced specific topic that topic today is going to be talking about all things soul gifts so we're going to get into all the mystical spiritual side of things and if you have questions today around this i would open your hearts to what we're going to talk about because remember your spirit your soul speaks through your body if you want to come on this show in the future you want to be the person that we can deep dive with here on the show how you can do that is by leaving your comments your reviews over apple and spotify and i'll pick people out in the future but in general would love to hear your feedback so reach out to me send me a message etc the lovely 
amazing lady that I have on the show today is the beautiful Vera. Vera, do you want to say hello, my friend? Hello, hello. Good morning. Well, it's morning now, um, but I hope it's good afternoon, good day <laughs> for anyone who's listening. Um, but I'm super excited. Yeah, thank you for having me. I I think this is an amazing idea. I have not seen anyone do this before, so definitely a bonus to whoever's listening. There's so much goodness that will come out of this because I've witnessed this before with Harrison. <laughs> it's goodness, Vera. So I received the love as a voice, but it's it's also goodness because I know that this topic today is very important to you. Yeah, and not just for how you're showing up in the world to be of service these days, but also within your own journey of exploration. So let's, before we get into some of the questions on your heart to be of service to you today, quickly share with me why this topic, soul gifts, why is it on your heart at the moment? Why Mm -hmm. is it important to you? Yeah. Yeah. So when you asked me to think of, you know, something that was really important to me at this point in my journey, there's, there's so much I guess at this age we live in a world where we're constantly being influenced. There's this influence everywhere all the time. And it's like everything is fighting for our attention. And I've been really reflecting on how important it is to like harness the 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 skill of mastering our attention. But also like being influenced by so many people you see, and especially on social media, given that everything now is on social media, it's like, oh, I want to do what this person's doing. I want to do that. I can do this. I can do that. And there's just so many things that we're drawn to, which makes it so hard to to focus and have that clarity. Um so I guess Bira, let me jump in there. So you say the word drawn to and I think we're probably going to get into this because this might be part of your questions. But mm. just to just to plant the seed here as we go forward, we need to ask what is what what is the piece of us that that is doing the drawing, right? Yeah. And when we start to talk about soul gifts, right, we can either be making a choice from where our head or our heart. So let me throw that back at you, Vera, just before we get into some other things here. Have you been noticing that? Have you been noticing the difference between something that's being attracted that you're you're being attracted to that's coming from the head versus the heart? Definitely more so recently than before. Um, and I think that's why I thought this this topic is really important. It still is for me, but I believe you know so many people will resonate with the things I'm sharing because early early in my journey, I couldn't really tell the difference. You know, I I just admired people living their truth and fulfilling their mission and using their gifts. And I thought, oh, maybe that's my gift too, you know. So I needed and I didn't even know even the term soul gifts, you know, I wasn't familiar with it. But growing up, everyone constantly talks about purpose and mm. everyone is like on this ongoing journey of seeking purpose as if it's something mm. outside us. And mm. I guess reframing that and using the term soul gifts made it a lot more yeah, like you said, that's when, you, yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, if it's the soul gift, it's within me, you know, it's, it's here. So definitely takes that, that journey to connect with the soul, to be able to know the difference between, am I just influenced by this person because I admire them and I can see their light or 
because actually there's a part of me that resonates and mm. wants to do that. So that's that's why we're doing this chat, my friends. Yeah. This, that's why, because I can feel it, how, how much it resonates with you and also a lot of the people listening, I feel you out there. You know, most of my listeners are like you, Vera. They're light workers. They're awakening beings. They're, they're mothers, fathers, students, teachers that are remembering their power and these soul gifts are connected to that power. So let's start, Vera. Let's, what's top of your list to go into here first to break down? I Okay. So I thought if we want to talk about soul gifts, let's first talk about the soul. You know, what is a soul? <laughs> if, you know, I don't know what a soul is or not that I don't know, I guess we're all familiar with this term, but there's confusion around how can I connect with my soul? Because uh, I think for me, that's like the path door. <laughs> Good question. So it's interesting. I did a, one of these episodes a couple of weeks ago on emotions and the same question came up what is what are the emotions that we experience and it's it's equivalent to this question what is the soul because there is just as many opinions on what the soul is as there are people out there that exist with souls so i say this just for for everyone listening for you too vera if you're confused about what the soul is that's probably why because there are so many perspectives and understanding and that's that's not to hold judgment it's it's to say and highlight that it's a very important question that we're all asking obviously because there are so many opinions on it but i'll i'll answer this to give to make it very simple and share my my definition and hopefully it resonates so the soul is the part of you that is eternal it is the part of you that if we want to use a masculine and feminine representation I would actually say it is the feminine representation of the void. And what I mean by that is the soul is the part of you that holds it all. This is the cosmic love antenna. And I've often referred to what you want to connect into to, to do the deeper healing is the container of love that you are that holds everything. And the soul has many of those characteristics. The soul could also be referred to as the, the higher presence or in the Vedic tradition, it's the part of you that's connected to the big self. So a few different definitions, but to make it even more simple, just if you're new to this word, it is the part of you that continues after death, right? It is the part of you that holds your past lives. It is the part of you that holds and expresses the soul gifts that you wish to unlock mm. does that answer the question Vera? yeah definitely it does it does answer i think it's logically to a lot of people and even myself for so many years it made sense but it was more so how do i connect with it you know and how do i and actually feel the presence of my soul and i hear this as well a lot with people that i talk to and people in my community that oh i don't know if that's my intuition if that's the yeah. voice of my soul or yeah. if it's just my fear or yeah. and i think this yeah so to to add to that vera as soon as so let's i'll, I'll say two things to this as soon as we start overanalyzing anything, especially topics within this spiritual conversation. 
that in itself we can know is not the soul, right? As soon as we start to analyze and break down and we, we feel contracted, we feel tight, we feel small, then that in itself can tell us whatever the soul is, it's not this. Whatever the whatever this eternal space is, not this, because this is now something that is a characteristic that is not the spirit and the soul, and that is of the ego mind, right? That is of fear, that is of separation. So just that can help us distinguish what is not the soul. But another thing I would add, and you, Vera, you, people can hear you, but they can't see you. What you did when you were describing the feeling of the spirit and the soul is you were placing your hands on your heart. And this is very, this is a very important distinction for you and for everyone. When we're, when we're learning to tap into our soul, the first place I would encourage everyone to spend time with it is in the heart because our heart is much more than an organ in many traditions. And in my teaching and understanding, Mm. that is where the soul spends most of its time in that heart space portal. Beautiful. And I wanted to add as well something that I learned from you very well is connecting to the body because, yeah, like you said, overanalyzing, I think a lot of people get stuck and myself too in logically understanding a lot of these heartfelt <laughs> experiences that, they, yeah, like you said, there can be so many explanations and one explanation can make sense to me but not make sense to you or to someone else and and for me, the the turning point was when I really started connecting to my body and feeling. Um, and like you said, now it's like I automatically touch my heart, automatically drop into my heart. But it took practice and not just connecting to my heart, but allowing my body to move, to unlock, to open up. And that's where the answers come from. And sometimes people ask, how do you know that? I just, I just do. <laughs> my <It's-> body does. <laughs> It's in many ways, Vera, it's our body, our body speaks the story of our lives, right? This is, people have probably heard me, heard me refer to, you know, the body keeping score, right? And often we can get that to trauma, but it's more than just trauma, right? It's more than just the shadow. The body tells the story of our light as well. So everything that you were just explaining, of course, because the body is the palette in which the soul speaks through. Right. This is, and this connects to soul gifts. We must understand that we are here for a reason, not just to connect into the spiritual side of things, but we are here to embody the 3D form. And we're here to embody the 3D form through the language of the soul. Right. So there's a reason that you feel so connected to the soul within your body, Vera. It's because. In at this point in time, in this incarnation, as we are humans, the the body allows us to connect deeper into the spirit, right? Can allows us to connect deeper into what the soul wants to say. Yeah, no, it's so beautiful because I was reading um, Radical Forgiveness, mm-hmm. and it talks. Yeah, it talks about yeah the the concept of soul incarnation and. And yeah, like you said, currently in this lifetime, our bodies, and especially our hearts, are the home of the soul, and and that's the pathway to connect to it. Um, but you did say something that I want to use that to go to the next question, which was, we're here to deliver something. We're here, you know, there's a purpose. And I think for me, for so long, I got caught up in that idea. 
And this might contradict a little bit with everything that we're talking about because obviously we're talking about soul gifts and what are we bringing to the world and what do we have to share with the world. But for me, for so long, I got identified yeah, with this concept that I'm only here to fulfill a mission. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I wouldn't exist. Not valuable. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And and as a, as a very young traumatized child, that concept got me out of my trauma. You know, when I realized, oh, wait, hold on a second. I exist for a reason. So that helped me get out of that very traumatized child who thought she shouldn't exist, but then it got me into, the other into exactly completely the other in the other side. And it's like finding that balance now between, you know what, I get to exist, period. But then there's also this beautiful gift that I get to share with the world. So yeah, that's where I just wanna yeah. I wanna dive a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. So I think you where you landed is a, is a is the balance we want, but for a lot of people listening, okay, Vera, how do I get there? How do I get to that space of I'm it's I'm worthy to be. I'm also worthy to express my light and do. So, let me speak to that other side of the coin when we get lost, and I call it the superhero archetype. Right, we get lost in the healing. We get lost in the in the doing. We get lost in the needing to express the gifts and the light. And if we're not, like you beautifully said, we're not worthy. And I'll make this simple, right? I'll ask everyone to answer the question inside of their head. What is the nature? What is the nature of our divinity? What is the nature of God? What is the nature of the spiritual power that our gifts manifest from? Well, when I answer that question, the answer is unconditional love. So another way to say that is God or source or the divine says yes. So what does that mean? What that means is if in any given moment you decide to step forward and embody your beautiful gifts and add your light to the world, God says yes. If in any given moment you don't decide to do any of that, you just decide to sit here for a second and do nothing and just be, God says yes. Right? There is so much, and this is what I'm so passionate about, Vera, there is so much religious uh, indoctrination and trauma around this idea that we are being judged by something that is outside of us, right? If I am not in the doing, if I'm not in the balanced being, then there is a man on a cloud that's keeping track of me, keeping score of me. And then when I get to the inevitable end of things, then I am going to be stacked up against what I did or didn't do. And that is not the reality. The reality is you are enough in all of your doing and you are enough in all of your being. Yeah. Oh, you've touched on a whole new topic (laughs) that we can have another episode. It is, yeah, absolutely. I definitely, I can relate to that, you know, being, I grew up in a very religious family and there's so much of that being highlighted that in order for you to be accepted, you have to fit a certain criteria and, and, I just I wrote a few things as you were talking. Um, that free will—that's what came up when you were talking. You know, we get to you know, and then that's what the universe gave us this power that we have this free will to. Hey, you have these gifts, 
but it's called a gift for a reason, which means you can choose it and you can not to, and you can use it and, and you don't have to. And yeah, I think that's for me, that was the moment where I finally experienced freedom because I was so caught up in, I have to, otherwise I wouldn't be here on this earth. I have to heal the world. I have to do this thing. And yeah, the moment I released the pressure that wait, no, I get to exist because I simply get to enjoy this experience and that's it. Now, what do I decide to do with it? That's up to me. <laughs> and I'm not judged based on that decision. So let me, Vera, let me give another definite example here to really highlight what you're beautifully saying. If if we understand that we are unique soul expressions of a one source. Okay. And that source for you could be God, divinity, the quantum field, the one mind, whatever your name is for it, right? Let's just, let's just put all of all those aside and, and agree that there is, we are expressions of a oneness, whatever that oneness is for you. Then the next step is what, why, why are we that oneness? Why are we that, why are we that expressions of that oneness? Well, it is to experience life. It is so love can experience love or God can experience God or divine can experience divine. Within that understanding, then we can also see that we experience each other in the doing and in the being, mm. right? Yeah. So the, the, the job is being ticked whether we are experiencing the gifts and expressing the gifts and, and, and sharing our light and the job is being done when we're just in a room meditating together or in being in silence together or sleeping together, resting together in the non-doing. Yeah. That's so beautiful because that's, yeah, the ultimate goal and we get caught up in, because I guess like the reason why we're healing, right, is this journey of at the end of the day we're remembering. And if I can remember right now in this moment and if I can experience like you said life and get in touch with this expression this it's all here like there's nothing else to do to get there and that was the thing for me it's like I need to get there you know get where <laughs> it's here it's all in the now yeah beautiful okay how would you how would you say the the difference between Okay, I'm trying to not repeat myself here, but there's so much talk, like I said earlier, about purpose. And we identify or we, I guess, link purpose with our career or particularly things we do, you know, work, and we, we label work. Um, how would you say that's different to a soul gift? And with a soul, like how can we then widen the concept of soul gift that it's not just linked to a job, you know? It's, like you said earlier, a, a way to express. Um, I guess that's probably more of a, a point than a question. But yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's a good one, Vera. And just giving you some love, my friend, you're doing beautifully. It's all coming out and how it should be. So. What will help with this is if I explain a little bit more about how a soul gift can manifest through us. And I would actually say that it coming out in a job or in a label or in a certain position, that's the last step, 
right? The first step is realizing what, what is the unique frequency of my soul and how does that unique frequency move through the physical form? So this is a this is a way that we could talk about the gifts that doesn't even have to talk about jobs or these or these these human things, right? Let yeah. So let's explain it this way. So soul that's inside of me is is born with a certain way of expressing itself. And if you've done anything like human design, if you've looked into gene keys, for people listening, I've done shows on these on these topics. What these what these systems show us is that each soul expression that we are has a unique way of standing in its light. So for me, for example, I'll just use the human design as just one specific uh, explanation of this. Uh, and this will be a surprise to no one listening. The one center that I have open is my throat chakra, right? And that is where most of my soul expression, my gifts come through is my throat. But that's not going to be the same for Vera, and that's not going to be the same for most of you listening. The point here is we need to start to learn whether it's through our chakra centers, whether it's through our clear senses, right? Our clairvoyance, our clairsentience, our clairaudience, our claircognizance, whether it be through, you know, channeled writing or using light language or all of these different, all of these different tools we can start to activate to let us know which soul gift, which soul frequency we wish to share with the world, right? And all of these are layers that we have on top of the soul. But to sort of land here, it all comes through practice. It all comes through learning to listen, right? So for, I'll, I'll end with an example here. Vera, you showed before us, you showed us before how you were tuning into your heart and tuning into your body. This is really how we start to know what our unique gifts are, right? So I could be speaking to Vera and as she's speaking to me and I have my soul starting to react and I want to speak to her in that reaction, I could be having my, I could have my clairsentience being activated and I have goosebumps along my skin. I could have, which I often do in this podcast, my clairvoyance activated as I close my eyes and I start to see images of how I want to express myself. Those are all examples that have nothing to do with a position or job that can tell me my unique soul gifts. Yeah. And I guess as well, like, it's so, I guess you get to a point where you, when you don't restrict the gift into yes. some, I just have to use it in my job. In a box. Exactly. You, you get to experience the pleasure that comes with you utilizing and living your gifts. Um, yeah, it's, and it's, it's very beautiful. That's why I said, I like to use the term soul gift instead of purpose because Purpose is really misunderstood, although purpose is, isn't necessarily a job. but It comes with baggage. Yeah. you. It was really good that you were talking about some of the ways that you identify. Would you say there are other signs and things that you, like earlier we mentioned how when we feel drawn to certain things, um, or maybe if you want to talk a little bit about your journey and how you got to unlock your throat chakra, you know, what were some of the things that helped you? notice like the highlights mm -hmm. so the first word that comes up is fear so the situations 
in which I've had the most fear have also seemingly paradoxically been the same situations that have helped me unlock more of my soul gifts. So I'm going to give an example of this. And I see you smiling, Vera, because I know this resonates with you. So I, a lot of people listening, and Vera, you fall into this group, have first interacted with me on the social audio platform that is Clubhouse. And I experienced the most fear in my life on that platform when it came to hosting discussions and speaking my truth and sharing about topics that I have experienced knowledge and understanding around. And from someone on the outside, you're probably feeling, oh, what's the big deal here? But if you've if you've been in any public space, whether it's online or in person, a lot of trauma can come up, a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of stories, right? All of these things that are not in the soul. These are all ego mind things. But within those experiences for me, leaning in of the fear that came up in those situations and then standing in my power didn't just help me, and this is so important to hear, didn't just help me heal those stories and those traumas, but also helped me activate more of my light by surrendering through the fear of what could or could not happen or what was the worst case scenario, standing in that power allowed more of, my, more of my soul expression to come through. In that example, for me, it was through the voice. But the main characteristic of it was the fear. The fear was the indicator. The fear, as I like to often quote, the fear is the cave we fear to fear is the cave we fear to enter the holes, the treasures that we seek. So that's my answer. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. And yeah, like you said, it's paradoxical. <laughs> so many things that we yeah, we experience. It's like it's not, there's no one way. Like when you were talking about fear, I've experienced fear in so many situations. Before I get into that, actually, I just wanted to say that when I heard you first time speak in Clubhouse, all that I was thinking was how can you speak so calmly and so comfortably and so confident and and definitely didn't sense the fear, but I'm not sure at what point I, I started listening to you. It's because, no, so you, Vera, so this is very important for people to acknowledge. So you heard me at the start, right? But you didn't hear the beliefs. You didn't hear the trauma. You didn't hear the shadows that I was dealing with. What you picked up was my light, right? And and the point here is that we don't, if if Vera sees that, see that, sees that, then the question we can ask ourselves is why can't we? Right? If that's what Vera picks up, right, which is in reality was the true reality. She saw me in all of my light, right? And, and I now see myself in that light. But it doesn't need to take so long for all of us. We we can, if we surrender through the fear, then we can get to that point where we see our light as equally as others do. Mm. And that's beautiful. Like I know. I know that um I know that sometimes we always say you know you don't need external validation you don't need pe people to tell you what to do but it's beautiful in this situation because like you said other people are the mirror and they see the light in us clearer than we do and I've had a lot of comments from people tell me you know a lot of things about <laughs> especially when I started putting myself out there and sharing and really just sharing anything that was on my heart and I get, you know, feedback and I get, I'm like, what, really? That's what you see when I talk? Like, okay, cool. Um, 
so I think it's important like to, to utilize and not anyone, obviously, but really people that are speaking the truth and coming from a place of love. Um, yeah. And for me, that was the, the, that was really the impression that I had. So I'm so glad that we connected and it just shows us well that when you activate your gifts, how things fall and yeah. And also things fall into place and you start to bring the right people and the right opportunities and the right circumstances into your life. But does this mean it's always going to be a s- smooth sailing? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to talk about earlier was when you were talking about fear and although, yeah, definitely, you know, in your case, we used fear as um as a guide, would you say, because I've had a lot of circumstances or I guess like experiences in my life where I've done something for the first time, mm. but it felt so easy mm. that I have done it before. Yeah. That's another um, one. So it's like the opposite of experiencing fear. It's like, I'm so comfortable in doing this. <laughs> this is another one. So this is another beautiful indicator that we are aligning with something that is deeply apparent inside of us, right? And this, so I was going to mention this before and I'm happy you're bringing this up. So it allows me to speak about this again, right? We talked about the no judgment in, in either the doing or the being, right? And one of the obvious examples of that, that unconditional nature of God with no judgment on what, whatever we do, whether we're expressing our gifts or not, is the, is the fact of reincarnation, is the fact that we have multiple lives and multiple times around. So if we express all of our gifts in this reality, beautiful. In this lifetime, beautiful. If we don't, also beautiful because that's why we have another life to do that again, right? So this connects to this point too, Vera, because it shows us that when we do something, so let me use the example of me using my voice and I so I moved through that fear and realized, oh, this is easy. I have a I have a skill to this. I have a way to channel my love through my voice and my words. It's it's easy because, and I feel this in you, Vera, and a lot of my and a lot of the tribe listening. Most of us are old souls, and a characteristic of an old soul is not only have we been around on the earth for a while, we've honed these gifts to such a degree that when we step into it in a new lifetime we don't need to do we need we don't need to have the training wheels on because that muscle is there and now we just need to pull back the layers to allow the light to shine even more through us right and that just that's just and for many of us that's just showing up that's just showing up and then doing the thing yeah absolutely it's it's so yeah it's so like at first it was very confusing for me because it's like, why do I feel like I have I have done this before? Um, but it's so beautiful when you just own it and you you go with it. It's like the, I I'm comfortable with this. I'm confident with this. Um, and I used to yeah, I used to find it really difficult to do that to own it and to just say that you know I don't have fear. Maybe a lot of people around me have fear around something, and I don't. But I kind of felt like I had to show that I had fear just so I can <laughs> relate to other fit people in. or belong so and fit, fit in. in. Yep. Exactly. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was 
okay, we've talked a lot about how to activate, how to connect to the soul gifts. I guess an, another part of this journey is that when we, when we do connect, when we come across it, when we, okay, okay, my soul gift is, let's take yours as an example, my throat chakra to use my voice. But then like you said, comes that fear, it comes that a lot of the limitations and a lot of the conditioning, it comes and how can we go a little bit deeper and yeah, understanding? Yeah, exactly. How do we move yeah. through that? And how do we also not have a like just have the freedom to explore it without feeling the need to use it straight away? Yeah. So I'm going to say two things to this. First of all, this is where the deeper spiritual emotional and energetic healing modalities come in. So this is where inner child healing comes in. This is where ancestral healing comes in because these are the modalities that help that can help us through those deeper layers of, of obscurity that are stopping the gift from expressing, right? For example, if I have an inner child wound where I was rejected and abandoned or told that I should be seen, not heard, then you can obviously understand that me expressing my soul gift of my voice is going to be very challenging because I'm going to have those layers of trauma on top that need to be worked through, right? So it's understanding at an individual level that I may need this kind of specific support to allow the gift to birth fully in this incarnation. But then the second piece is how do we feel comfortable expressing more of the gift without having to first go out into the world well, this goes back to what you said before, Vera, finding someone that you feel safe around to express it to, right? So this might be a mentor, this might be a coach, this might be a therapist, this might be a doctor, but someone that you can work with one-on-one -on -one to build the muscle to maybe work through those layers simultaneously so you can feel safe enough in the presence of another person that is mirroring back to you what your real state is, what the, what the real reality is. So you can take the steps needed to move through what needs to be moved through. So then you can go out into the world to be the brightest light possible. Yeah. And, and it comes back as well to that connection with our soul and trusting that voice and trusting that guidance, something and, that just came up. And Vera, just before you keep yeah. going, just because I want to make this very clear, that guidance will bring you to those people. Mm. right that guidance that same soul that's telling you to express in a certain way will also tell you hey we need this person in our life right now to help us shine more absolutely and that's what yeah like even you for me, experienced connected that, me yeah. yeah absolutely it connected me with yourself and with all the other beautiful people in the in the community and yeah just looking back at the journey especially over the last year only like so much changed and so much transformed and it's 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 also like so beautiful because you don't see it as it's happening when you look back it's like oh my god like so much changed and evolved which we need to do more of by the way we all need to do more of because that in itself shows yeah. you all there's something happening here so if it's happening then it's probably happening right now Exactly. And and it's just a, a testament of how, how impactful you can be when you're utilizing your gifts. And you did that so beautifully. Um, the other thing that I just wanted, it was not, not really a question, it's just um, to add on to what you were saying about fear of 
an example that you used was a child who feels, you know, that you shouldn't be expressing your voice and you should be seen and not heard and how that, for me, I just wanted to add that because I don't know, it felt someone might resonate with it. For me, it was the opposite. It was not the opposite, but not seen as well like not being able to take up space. It's almost as if like I felt like I needed to be invisible because my existence or my presence was too much. And it's very interesting because now the one thing that attracts people to me is my presence. Mm -hmm. One of the things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's the feedback I get from a lot of people. And what I thought for so long was too much. It's just what the world needed. Yeah. Yeah, And it's so beautiful like to see that flip side of it and to finally be able to see that light in you that for so long I felt like I had to suppress this thing in me. But So this is yeah. uh, so beautiful, Vera. I'm so happy you're sharing this. So this is another little thing that we can look for is what is the thing that I think is too much? So mm. if, we, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, what are my soul gifts? What are, what are, what are my unique gifts? frequencies that I can share. Look for the thing in your world that for, for for maybe the longest of times you've thought was too much. So I don't think I've told you this, Vera, but the thing that I suppressed that I thought was too much, what, what do you think it was, Vera? I'm going to see if you can guess. Your voice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I suppressed. Yeah. So I'll just explain this for people that have, maybe haven't heard this. I suppressed my voice because I, as a little boy growing up, I acknowledged the emotion and the sensitivity in my voice. But because of being a boy, I thought it was too feminine. I thought it was too not masculine. So I suppressed and thought my voice was too much. And going back to everything we've said today, not only is that not true, it's the the voice itself was actually one of my gifts. So this is not a Vera thing. This is not a Harrison thing. This is something we can all start to lean into. That's such a good point. I'm so glad you highlighted that because, yeah, everyone has this thing that's like, I'm just going to tone it down a little bit. It's too much. <laughs> um, and other people, and also like we, we think, right, we believe that we know what other people want to see or want to hear and how they want to perceive us. And it's like, you don't get to choose that. Like you just show up as you are and see how the world will receive you. And the world receives the, the authentic you so beautifully. I mean, I'm not saying all the time, there will be a lot of instances where someone doesn't resonate and that's okay. But for you, like, it's, it's just so beautiful to see that. The, and I can definitely resonate as well with the voice thing. I, Growing up, I always used to hear the sentence that I talk too much. So that conditioned me a lot to believe that, oh, I just I need to always be mindful. And I, until recently, like this thing plays a part still in my life. Like if I'm talking to someone, I'm always like oh, looking at the time and making sure that I have not taken a lot of their time. And um, there's definitely still like some – the, the effect of that lingering in my life but having the self-awareness makes it easier to move through it and every time it comes up <laughs> and that shifts that shifts yeah. the thing right yeah it doesn't shift immediately but it will yeah. it moves you yeah. move through different layers right um 
Vera, I love you very much. I think we probably have time for one more question on your heart. So what is there anything else that I can support you with today? I feel like we've definitely touched on so many things that I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to touch on. Um, the last thing I probably want to say was this journey of, yeah, which we kind of did, but the the journey, I just wrote it as a note earlier, the journey of embodiment. And and I wanted you to highlight this or talk about this a little bit, but for me, like understanding the difference between me just sharing a gift through an act, through doing, right, and then through actually being it, through embodying, and, and that's going back to the feminine and masculine and um, and it's a bit of both, right? It's a bit of both, but I guess to wrap it up with this, it's like to embody yeah. it. So I'll explain it from this angle. We need to, this is only going to work if we can free ourselves from what we speak, spoke about before. And what we spoke about before is the worthiness in only the doing, right? So uh, the analogy that I'll give here just to explain this is let's, let's take a pregnant woman right, who's not showing yet. And that pregnant woman is sitting down on the couch, just resting, sitting there. And you look at this pregnant woman from the outside and you could, you could very easily say that nothing is happening. That being is doing nothing. There's no energy moving. There's just, it's just stagnation. And, but if you had an x-ray, you'd very quickly see that it's the exact opposite, right? There is something that is bubbling. There is something that is creating. There is something that is expanding inside of her, in her being. This is the same way with our frequency and our gifts when we can have balance to the feminine, right? When we embody, as Vera beautifully highlighted, the gifts that we that we can acknowledge. So for example, let's just keep using my one of the voice, right? We all know that there is just as much information. There is just as much impact in the words that are spoken and in the silence in between those words. This shows that if we hold that space and we are intentional with our gift, then we can actually emit a frequency just in the act of standing still, just in the act of not speaking, just in the act of non-doing. Another example to highlight this, when you walk into a room, when I walk into a room with Vera, even before she starts to speak, even before she starts to do, I can feel her. I can feel her frequency. I can feel her love. What What's going on there? That is the embodiment of the frequency that you are. Right, And the last thing I'll say here is this starts to increase, right? This, we can call it an electromagnetic field. And we know this is a thing now through the work of the HeartMath Institute. Our heart emits a frequency. That frequency emits regardless of the doing or the being, but it expands to the degree that we accept it. Right? If we don't accept it, we don't acknowledge oh, yeah. it, we don't think it's there, then it's not going to emit. Mm, I love that. Yeah, it's it, it like you said, it's already vibrating, but when you accept it, it's like you're creating a home for it, and now it's a lot more powerful because it's 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 it has roots, and 
it's that union between the doing and the being, the feminine and the masculine. It's so powerful because they hold each other and they they fill each other's <laughs> they want to say, yeah, but they really create that wholeness. And yeah, it's definitely a journey. And I just wanted to say that I like for someone who's listening at this at this moment who might resonate with me. There are definitely things that I've discovered in my life, in my journey, and I can can see that these are my gifts, but there's still a lot that I know I haven't discovered and I can feel it in my heart. But I've reached a point where I'm practicing being okay with that, practicing just the the stillness in not knowing and and really enjoying this mystery of the journey. Um, so I just wanted to highlight that because – it's so much liberating when you just honestly, like I have that sentence written on my whiteboard that I look at it every day and it is, I get to exist period. Like I just have it there because every day I wake up, I remind myself that I know I'm going to create things today. I know I'm going to do things today, but I don't have to, I just get to choose and I get to exist. And if I don't, I am exactly where I need to be as well, but just releasing that pressure. Um, so I just wanted to share that because I think it's very important and it it smooths, smooths, it makes it smoother. <laughs> the whole journey gets easier. Um, but yeah, that's all I had. Thank you so much for creating this space and for allowing me to share um, and to ask and to explore. I think it's very valuable and I'm so excited for everything else to create and yeah keep using your voice <laughs> thank you vera and i hope that this i hope that our chat today hasn't just hit your heart my friend i hope it has also encouraged everyone listening to really explore this right as you hear vera explain and share here today she's in this beautiful middle ground here where she is obviously the eternal student but she's also this beautiful soul that's stepping into these gifts and i just want to encourage while vera is unique in her beautiful soul expression we all have this power to activate this 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 ignition inside of us these beautiful expressions so use vera's example today in your world and ask yourself okay how can i embody this right how can i start to express this how can i start to be in that perfect space of being and remember my worthiness Vera, I love you very much. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for sharing your heart with me. Beautiful souls out there in the listening world, we send you love. We send you light. If this brought you value, please share it far and wide. If you want to be on the show, uh, send your feedback, your comments, your reviews on Apple and Spotify, and I'll pick the next person. But until then, we love you unconditionally. We wish you light. We wish you love. And I'll see you again very soon. Bye, everyone. Before I leave you today, beautiful beings, I'm so excited to share a special announcement just with you. On the 20th to the 23rd of April, 2023, I and a fellow guest of the show, the beautiful Ali Paws, will be hosting live in Tulum, Mexico, the Cosmic Heart Tour. And I have Ali here with me now in this moment. Ali, I wanted to ask you from my heart to yours, why... Should the beautiful souls listening come and join us in Mexico? Mm. Well, when I hear Tulum, Mexico, well, I guess it's a yes for me, no matter what, because the re I, I feel like a lot of us in the last 
you know, it's been a couple years since we've been through this traumatic, whatever you want to call it. And also those in the Northern Hemisphere, particularly Canada, has really long, hardcore winters and it can be cold and lonely. And I think where a lot of us are craving this community and this healing sacred space and travel. I haven't traveled in so long. So the fact that we met on Clubhouse like two years ago and the people listening to us in our rooms, our events have now connected with us and we have the opportunity to meet and share our gifts together in a a beautiful place in Tulum, Mexico is unbelievable to me. I'm just to the moon. So there's a lot of different reasons. Um, Those are what I'm excited about as well as being able to share what I call my medicine that has helped me, which is the yoga, the meditation, the craniosacral and our book that we're birthing. So I think there's a lot of little gifts and nuggets people can get from this experience. Um, I've been doing retreats since 2014. And this healing immersive experience is I know the power behind them. I know what goes into them. I know what people get out of them. Um, So I'm just excited for whoever's coming, really. I mean, I'm excited to be actually facilitating something live because I've been doing everything online. Um, and the fact that I can be with you, my dear friend, I'm ecstatic about it. So I invite you to join us in Mexico. Join us for some meditations, activations, yoga, cranial sacral therapy, a book release, a live Q&A, poetry, and so much more. These spots are going to fill up super quick because our intention is to make this exclusive and intimate. So please DM me Cosmic Heart Tour on any of my social channels. That's Cosmic Heart Tour on any of my social channels, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and we'll book in a meeting so you can join the love. I'm so excited to connect with you in the flesh. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gained value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify Star Feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. 
Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.